Time for Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show. Um, realizing with our new foster dog, Murphy, um, that you really have, not that I didn't know this after all these years of doing this on and off. Yeah, just so you know, this is the, it's got to be the 40th dog you've fostered, Jody, at our house. So Sure. We're either yeah, 39 it's, or 40. It's, it's We're somewhere. It's up in the high 30s. Sure. Okay, so this might be number 40. It doesn't matter. I should have been counting. I should have been keeping better records. You I should have, have taken a picture of every dog I and have. put it in an album. Well, I have taken a picture of every dog because I share them on social, obviously. I However, do have it. It's the project of going back and putting it all together. I've started mm-hmm. a million times and then, you know, things get yeah. away like life. This is like the old school photos that your parents would show you and they're like, yeah, I don't know who the, who else this oh, is stop. because nobody wrote it on the back. Yeah. Jody's not actually marked any of the dogs. You remember their, them by name. I can go name, through social media, but, and I remember most of their names by their faces. But when you get to, when and you start remember, doing 60 and 70 dogs, you're probably going to need a little reference point. Okay, well, I, that'll be, you know what? That's a good project for me. Not you that know, I'm trying to add anything to your plate. I I'm would just, love to have that, because they all do mean so much to me, and that's the whole point of fostering, is that I do want to help as many dogs as possible, and it's a, it's a good way for our family to volunteer, because we have a busy family life. Life, but we also have dogs mm-hmm. and so a foster dog comes in and our pack our dogs kind of teach it to be a dog and we get them out of the shelter which is the point but man this particular new foster dog which i've shared some pictures of him on social he really needs a lot of patience like uh, any shelter dog is going to require patience mm-hmm. and he really does because I've never, we've never had a more timid, shy dog, have mm-hmm. we, Murphy? Yeah. It, he's just now, three or four days in, warming up to Murphy, let Murphy pet him. He's afraid of everything, now, it, he, but he's really, he's warmed up to me, but he still kind of, he crouches down for anybody, and he's really nervous inside the house, and we don't know his story, so you're trying to figure it out he's yeah. a year, as you go along. He's a year and a month old, and I think he's never been in a house before, because the first night he was there, the girls turned on Bob's Burgers to watch a little TV. It wasn't too loud. He yeah. ran away. He's scared of the TV. Oh, He's never man. heard a TV or seen a TV. He's just got to watch a couple episodes of Bob's <laughs> yeah, Burgers. He'll be right he'll in be it. Ding, 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 ding. But um, the other thing is that we are really, every once in a while, we've had one that will not get in a crate or whatever, or mm-hmm. barks in their crate. Every once in a while, we have those issues. And I remember, I can remember nights where we said, okay, here's a blanket for you. You can sleep in the hall. You know, we, we, we make accommodations because we understand they're coming from high stress situations and this is new. And what they need is understanding and routine. So the first night when I tried to get him to kennel up, I said, come on, wonderful blankets in a big enough kennel for mm-hmm. him. He just laid down flat and wouldn't go. Something he doesn't know that this is normal and that I'll let him out in the morning. He doesn't know yet. Right. So I had to physically put him in there. Even throwing a treat in the back of the crate didn't work. I had to physically, gently push him in there. And I closed it up and I rewarded him and I gave him a treat then once he was in. So the second day I had to put him in again because he'd rather just be on your lap. Last night... I started to put him in, and he went the rest of the way. Oh, so good. it's such baby steps, but you do have to be extra patient with a shelter animal because they are coming from the highest stress situation. They're brought from a harmful situation, running loose mm-hmm. to well, sometimes captivity. They're, sometimes they're surrenders. Sometimes they're strays. Oh, the surrenders you know, sometimes are the they're worst rescued to but, me because they were in a home, and then a family had to, for whatever reason, surrender them. So those are the heartbroken dogs because right. they don't know what's happening to them, and some people have to do that we understand that too 
the, I, the, the benefit of fostering, I think, is that it actually rehab may be too strong of a word, but it normalizes the dog, mm-hmm. and because they're coming from a, an environment that was not Chaos. good, and if and if they actually do kind of become more comfortable, it's a lot easier to get them adopted. Yeah, he's not going to be ready. Dylan, that's his name, right? His name is Dylan. Um, I don't think that's his name. Right. That's the name they gave him at the shelter. But. Um, you know, I mean, getting him adopted, he need we need to work with him before Jody can even take him to the adoption days because he's going to be he needs to be less timid than he is right now. Have, Otherwise, he's not going to be as appealing to somebody. I right? have the av- ability to bring him Saturday and Sunday this weekend to an offsite adoption place, but I don't think he'll show well yet. He has no confidence yet, so he's going to cower. Yeah, and I want him to gain a little weight because he's really gorgeous i've barely heard him make a noise he's gonna make a perfect dog for some family he's gonna make somebody really happy yeah so we're gonna we're feeding him up you know so he can gain some weight and we're gonna build his confidence by you know giving him positive affirmations (laughs) to to learn and recite every day that's one of the hardest things about fostering to me it's not saying goodbye because if i feel good about a family that's adopting a dog i've had I'm happy for that dog. Therefore, I can continue to foster and hopefully make a little bit of difference in my lifetime. But what the hard part for me, and you know this, and I start projecting my feelings, the dog is so happy with us. He's going to be in two weeks from now. He's going to be in love with our routine. He's going to be in love with our pack. And, you know, he's already loving me and the girls a lot. He'll get there with you, Murphy. And that's what breaks my heart is to change his life. Thanks. He loves everybody. He'll get there, Murphy. With no, he you. is. He's fine with me. He just It'll break extra, my heart to change his life again, although yeah. that's part of it. Dogs are about the now. So I know that once he's in a good place, he'll be fine, hopefully for the rest of his life. Yeah. But and it's funny. I thought of producer Bailey first. Yeah. I know that you are not ready for a dog of your own. Like I, I've been yet. thinking about it a lot. Mm-hmm. And yeah i i don't know if i'm really ready but yeah i don't do you really think that anybody actually thinks that they're ready for a dog no yeah they just kind of you overthink it, it. Yeah. you overthink yeah. it and then you don't realize how much he could bring to your life yeah. the reason i thought of him for you mm-hmm. is he has a nice energy you have a nice energy yeah. he's a dude's dog i think or a family dog yeah he's beautiful but um I'm not going to push him on you, obviously. Yeah. Um, but one she day, is apparently going to bring it up <laughs> every day. One day when you're ready, mm-hmm. you let me know what kind of dog you're interested in, and I can pull one of those from the shelter. Yeah, and they well, could foster with me for a while, and you could see if you like them or not. Okay, well, a day that I might be interested. Let me think. Isn't that cool? Yeah, couple of three, three, four days from now, maybe. Whoa. Wow, really? Maybe. I don't know. I've yeah. been really thinking about it. Though. Yeah. Because really? yeah. I kind of do, uh, I, I want somebody to hang around with me all the time, you know? Yeah. yeah. It'd be nice. I mean, they are cool. You know, some people are dog people. Some people are cat people. The only thing that you have to really, if you've not been a pet owner before, and this was just kind of, you know, tough for me to accept. If you're going to have pets, they're going to be messes. They're going to be accidents. Yeah. And if they're Especially pup- a shelter dog. Yeah. And if they're puppies, you know, I mean, there could be some chewing. Now, we've been really fortunate, knock on wood. We have not had a chewer in our house in, in quite some time. Yeah. Uh, actually, our oldest dog, Ashley, our boxer, is the one that when we first got her, chewed on things that she definitely should have been, shouldn't have been chewing on in fact we Wood were furniture in, we were in temporary housing for a little while and she chewed up the entire sofa oh, no. <laughs> so needless to say jody and i packed up and left before the lease expired oh, right. <laughs> i'm kidding they were here yesterday <laughs> yeah um 
So, but, that, but anyway, if you if you it's, you just you understand those things are part of it, then yeah. the rest of it actually is pretty easy. And I'm a dog person. Nothing against cats. Uh, you know, Jody had cats when we first were together. But you I mean, mean you took too. care of that yeah. problem, though, didn't you? <laughs> but I dogs, love cats too. But yeah. you know, I just it, dogs are great companions, and I'm just really. I love the pack animal part of it because that's why it's easy for Jody and I to foster these dogs. Yeah, they're dogs. Because as soon as one comes in, they immediately learn how to go to the bathroom, all that kind of stuff. At night, when they see me leading the other dogs out and all three are going out, they follow. Yeah. And it's just amazing how they fall in line with the pack really quickly. They Mostly. say that if you have a dog that's so inward um, and shut down, nothing will bring them out more than another dog. Mm-hmm. And then when you leave and you have to go for the day to work, you know, they do have each other. Well, yeah, and that's so they can talk about you while <laughs> yeah. you know, That's how that works. Chad, do you you have cats, not dogs? Right? I, I am I am a cat person. I miss cats. Noth- nothing against dogs. I actually get along with dogs really well, but I'm a very low maintenance, low commitment type of pet owner. And that's so, a cat. Exactly. That's a cat. And I don't even want two cats. Like I am settled <laughs> with my one cat. Like I take care of it fine. Like yeah. I've met my commitment. You know, I don't want to overextend on pets. Right. Uh, so I'm I'm very happy with my cat. I'm glad that we took the time to talk about uh, your new foster because we did have a lot of people online who are interested. And what he was like personality wise. Yeah. I was curious. We were talking about the pack. What what's he been like interacting with the, the rest he of the dogs? He is absolutely submissive. And that's I figured so. And the re- look, sometimes that's there have been situations where we brought a dog in and it didn't work out. And that's another heartbreak of it that I had to bring him back. I say that because if you you, you know, fighting with my with our alpha champ is not gonna fly, you know, things like that, which didn't has not happened a lot. Yeah, it doesn't because we pick based on energy. We pick one that seems submissive and that would seem to follow. Mm-hmm. And I even wondered if we should be getting a male dog this time just because I mean, they're going to establish, and it's fine. Typically, almost all dogs are going, almost all dogs, unless they've got serious issues, are going to get along. But the males do, for whatever reason, even once they've been fixed, as all these dogs have been, they mark territory, which drives me a little when crazy. When you bring a first. new one in, there's a lot of marking. But but it, you know, but that's just like that human stops. males, you know. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. We had that conversation last don't, night. Don't step over there, Sam. Especially, especially in the world of management, when management males get together, it's like a bunch of dogs in a yard. Yeah. Oh my gosh! But this one, you know. We, I really hope I had hoped to make this one a quick one. In other words, because he's hot, you know, get him a home as you know, in a week or two before he gets too comfortable with us. But I feel like he need he's going to need more work. I want him to stop jumping at every little sound so that when he goes into someone's house and they adopt him, he's not so yeah. scared of everything. And he's so full of love, though. He's just so full of love. They, they actually, they all are. Well, we, have, all we haven't are. fostered in a long time and it's i'd forgotten well i'd forgotten how different each dog really is i mean you don't you don't think about a dog's personality being significantly different from from another but they they all have their own quirks they have a lot of similarities but they have a lot of differences and so this Mm -hmm. is the first one that we've had that was this timid in fact I was a little bit nervous about him being so timid that if you approached him, he would be defensive and snap. And that's not the kind of dog he is. No, he's timid and he backs away, but he doesn't. He doesn't feel the need to protect or, or defend. My and, friend and came that can, over. That can, that can happen, especially with much smaller dogs. He's not a small dog. My friend Jody came over the other night, and um, whenever and she's a really tall girl, and when he she walked out to the area where he was, he cowered down and he peed. Is that's called submissive wetting? Sometimes you know, I'm, Sam, you've done that on occasion, haven't you? I've been involved in a few submissive weddings. 
Oh, wait, you said <laughs> wedding. I'm sorry. Anyway, we're going to keep working with him, Bailey. And, you know, if you want to meet him, of course you can do that. Yeah. Um, and But there will be more. I mean, the day I went, we there were... 100-something dogs in the shelter, yeah. 60 of them were available for foster and adoption, yeah, meaning uh, temperance tested and temperament tested <laughs> and all that. I think my only question now would be, how long about does it take for you to feel they're okay to leave your possession? When I f- oh, his fosters, you mean? Yeah, yeah. I'd like him to be crate trained. Mm-hmm. In other words, me say kennel up and he gets in. Yeah. Um, that's a favor to the family if yeah. we can work that. And is that like a month long or is, does that happen in Depends weeks? Depends on the dog. Yeah, yeah. We had one that only lasted two weeks with us and he was, I mean, he was very, he was house trained and everything, but he went quickly. Remember our fastest dog was my two My fast weeks. dog was two days. Fastest oh, was, was it two days? days? I thought she it was, was two weeks. freckled pity and my friend adopted her and yeah. she's got a, got it made. Um, that was the fastest. I, I think the first thing that we wait for, it, the crate training is awesome if we can pull that off, but getting them, getting their weight back, because when they look kind of, not emaciated, but even if their rib cage is showing a little bit, it obviously they yeah. they don't look healthy, even though they are, they just, they, they've been neglected for a while. Yeah. And once we get that part done, and it's funny, once they get back in their eating routine and a routine in general, all the other things typically fall into place, confidence and everything else. They need routine and love and confidence, meaning if they can depend on their routine, they're going to be a confident companion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what we and, find. And that really is the... And I think a lot of people still make these mistakes. And look, I made these mistakes long before Caesar Milan or really our own, you know, dog mentor who who passed away. His well, name was Dick Russell. Dick Russell, right? Um, he taught us a know, lot. That, that you're that you actually are the pack leader as the human, and you know it, it, it's absolutely perfect, you know, to give them love and affection and so forth. But you can't humanize the dog because if you do humanize the dog, then you start to lose. I don't want to say control, but you, you lose the leadership ability because the dog will then start to bond with you as though he's your equal, and you don't want that because mm. if you want them to be trained, um, Caesar Milan calls that calm, assertive energy, and they need and they crave that leader anyway that's why they're pack animals there's always one alpha in the pack because they need a, a leader but it's they really important we don't think of ourselves as humans as, as part of that pack but that to me has made all the difference in the world when we introduce a, a, a new foster to the rest of the pack first thing i do is i go into the backyard and the new foster's there with me he or she and then you show we, them how to mark their territory that's right exactly right over here check this out watch daddy <laughs> no. then we let one dog at a time right. and it's always champ first he's our alpha and my feeling is sam always finds the new eats he's the food dude <laughs> okay. I pushed a button. I'm sorry. <laughs> I started scrambling for anyway, something. I'm not really next sure. Tuesday is Bacon Day at McDonald's. <laughs> sorry, Stop. Sam. I didn't mean to throw you off like My that. My thought is, Champ, our alpha, we know he's our alpha. He goes first because if he accepts the new dog, the others will. Yeah. yeah. So. And and I, the reason I stay and, and walk around there with them is really, it's twofold. It's to kind of be the mediator, but it's also, and, and by the way, most dogs do fall in line without a problem. Most do, you, you will know immediately if they're going to get along Everything or not. Everything is... And, body language with them. Yeah, exactly. And so when I walk around and they see our dogs following my lead, it also makes it easier for them to integrate with the pack and it makes it easier it, at night, for example, when it's time to go to the bathroom all at the same time. Yeah, Mer- this is what happens at night when it's bedtime at our house. Well, after all the please go to bed, kids. Mm-hmm. After all that, <laughs> when Murphy takes all the dogs out, it's like potty time. 
excellent. He does that sometimes, you know. Wayne Garth. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And they all, they know what that means. They get up, they come to the back door, he walks out with them. And when you're like out of town, I have to do it. I ha- Thank goodness you do the clappy thing because they're like, this is different. It's her, but. <laughs> yeah. And so. I guess we'll go outside. <laughs> Are you going to go? Because I don't feel like and it. They go pee and then we, good, good, good. And then they come in and the ones that kennel up at night know it and they get in their kennels. They yeah. just, they're, they're so more about routine. So if they have that, they know. Yeah. And so the fosters get in a really good routine at our house. And that's the only thing that breaks my heart about whenever whenever we find them a good forever home, it does change their life again. Mm-hmm. It changes but, it, but you know, they live in the present anyway. They you do. Walk outside for five minutes, come back, and you've either been been gone all day or not. You know, it's just like they're the same excitement level. Have you seen that meme recently? I saw this cartoon meme recently and I loved it. I need to find it again and share it on our Facebook page. It's like why dogs are happier. It's a picture of a dog sitting um, with a man and they're they're sitting in front of like a pond and they're fishing. And the man, the bubble above his head is all the things he's thinking about. Uh, work, home, a home, a, a plane to catch, all this stuff that people are thinking about, thinking ahead all the time. And the dog is the picture of the pond because that's where he is, right? He's yeah. in the right now and that's it. Yeah, that Wouldn't makes that sense. Wouldn't that be nice? Are cats the same way? <laughs> I'm just curious. I mean, we know the big difference is between dogs and cats is the cats are the ones in, in charge in that relationship, yeah. right? The, you know? the only thing that I know that's similar is that there is a similar socialization whenever you bring in a new cat to a, a territory. Okay. Like, You're I don't right. know that there's necessarily... I think that cats have alphas, potentially, but you want to introduce them slowly over time. Sure. And in fact, you don't even do face-to-face right away. You Let actually... smell each other. Yeah, you introduce them to their scents. Yeah. And then you wait. And then after maybe a day or two of them introduced to the scent, then you actually... Then they yeah. actually meet. So you don't and do that, face-to-face. You're their minions. You do face-to-butt. <laughs> I don't know if cats do that. I've not, oh, not yes. seen that as much. Do that? So, yeah. Okay. So, you know, I mean, that sounds like the old dating game where, you know, you get to learn about the person first before oh, you wow. get to see them. <laughs> That's so funny. You know, moral to the story here is that, you know, if you ever adopt an animal from a shelter situation and you decide to rescue, you do have to be really, really patient. You know, they're coming from chaos to them. Mm-hmm. Missed any part of the show? Get it all at murphysamandjody.com. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com.